This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Palace Focus. Here I'm joined by Stan to talk you through yesterday's game and also look ahead to Newcastle's game. As always, if you're watching this on replay, uh, make sure to leave a like and also leave down your comments um, in, in the comment down section down below and we'll try to reply to them as well, even though you ain't here live. And if you're live here, if you do enjoy it, make sure to leave a like as it helps us uh, helps us out a lot. And also subscribe so you don't miss our future content. Stan. Ooh, what a game yesterday. I was there. I was there, of course, you wasn't, because I doubt well, you're going to be travelling. I'm on the, I'm on the other side game. of the world, exactly. mate. <laughs> exactly, I doubt you're going to be travelling for the game. Um, but it's going to be good, because sometimes on TV, you see things that maybe I won't see, and I will see stuff that you might not see yeah. at the ground. So I think it'll be a good chat. Um, let's start with it. Let's start with the lineups. First of all, are you Benteke Edward as a front for you? When I saw that, I was like, hold up. There is... I, there isn't any creativity there. Like, I see Edwards as a good finisher, but I haven't seen him play out wide like that. Benteke, of course, we know about him. And IU, he hasn't really been on form. What did he make of it when he saw that lineup? Because I was actually excited <laughs> going into the game. But when I saw that front three, I was like, all right, this could be a long day for us. You know what? Like, I think that we're still scarred by the previous regime. And I was like, oh my God, no Wilf. This is no good. The first thing I thought was who's going to supply the crosses um, to even like get the ball in the box. Um, and then I was the same. I was like, well, there's no creativity. This is going to be painful. Like you might as well. I was like, I was thinking, nah, I just, yeah, it, like this is ridiculous. Like, I just, I, I was like, this is, I, I, I was like, I thought the lineup was naive, to be honest with you. Like, when I just seeing it from there, but obviously going, you know, looking at it now, obviously, like, Roy Hodgson's not here, Vieira's here, so different kettle of fish, right? But there's one player that, that I mentioned that you've been going on about for ages now. I think, like, over a year, Jordan Ayu. Why do you think he's persistent with starting him? Look, personally, I don't think Ayu had a bad game. Um, which I was surprised about because I really thought that in this game you'll be the same old. Are you? I don't think he had a bad game. I don't know about you. You could just say it in a second. But what is it that he wants to start? Are you over Olise? Is it just like the what are you fans normally say about his team effort? Like he, he always puts in a shift. 
He's always going to be running up and down. Is it that or is it something else that maybe that I haven't noticed? You know what? I, I couldn't tell you. I was livid when I was like, why is he starting, etc., etc. But credit where credit's due, he was okay yesterday. He was good. And to be honest, he sent Tierney for a hot dog a couple of times down the flank. He did. Tierney was poor, though. Tierney was Very poor. Very poor. Yeah. He sent him for a hot dog a couple of times and um, sent him shopping back, to be fair, um, <laughs> if you think about it. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, like I said, fair play to him. Like, But, you know, you've got to realise he has been poor and, you know, well done. He's a professional footballer and he did his job yesterday. So, well done, Jordan, are you? All right. Now, let's move on to the game. Start of the game. I thought it was very slow from us. Mm-hmm. Um, we just... I don't know what it was. Um, we just gave them a bit too much respect at the start. Arsenal seemed like they wanted a bit more. They get an early goal, but let's talk about that goal. So, it's a quick one-two. Um, yeah. I'm talking about IU, and Adrian says that IU gets in the team because of his willingness to get back. He was back there, but personally, watching on the replay, he loses his man. Pepe has all the time in the world, um, takes a shot, Vicente saves it, Aubameyang scores basically a rebound goal, and it's 1-0 to Arsenal. In that one, this is this what this what annoys me the most is like Ayu is back there, but he's not going and picking up the player that he should be picking up. It's he's like, not, and he backs well, off as well. Yeah. So and when I, and when I saw that, when I saw that happening after eight minutes, like it straight away kicked in. It's like, why are we starting this guy? I know he had a good game afterwards, but mm. it was poor from him. But I want to talk about Vicente as well because I thought um, it was poor from from Guaita, mate. I thought it was very you, poor. Why, why do you think it was poor? It, wasn't it a decent shot? Like, what did he expect him to do? I expected him to, like, you know what? Maybe I'm looking at this too critically. Was it a decent shot? Was it bending around the post? I expected him to to put it into a different area rather than straight into the straight at the feet of a Bamiyang. He, he, he's going to score if you give him that opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the mm. the long and short of it. I thought it was poor from him. I was like. I don't know how strong the shot was, but I was half expecting that he was going to be able to claim it. Or was he at full stretch? I can't remember. No, no, no. You can't yeah. claim... That. Yeah, yeah, he was at yeah. full stretch. Okay. You can't claim that. But mm-hmm. I, it was one of them goals where it's like, we could have done better to stop it. But once it did happen, once the shot did... Uh, once Pepe actually took the shot, then it was a bit messy. Maybe, you know, can Wardy be on Aubameyang a bit quicker? Like, it's just hard to blame individual areas. But people were talking about Vicente yesterday. Um, and you look at Arsenal's second goal, which we'll talk about in more detail later on. Um, you know, it was it was the last second goal. Um, some people were talking about Vicente Day. I'm not too sure why. Um, but should we be worried about him? Because we've talked about him too many times this season, and I don't and I don't like it because there must be you no. Know, it's not only us that talks about him. There's other people as well. Is there some? What's wrong with him under Patrick Vieira? Like, are yeah. we looking too much into it? Or is he actually just not performing like others are saying as well? I think it's a bit of everything. And before like we talk about it, I love him. I, he's like he's been so good for us over the years. He saved us so many times, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He lacks concentration. He falls asleep in the last min in the last minutes of games. Like you've seen that. He made a couple of good saves yesterday, but he just I don't know. Like he's getting better with his feet, but I think we you know. We need a goalie maybe that can play this better with his, his footwork's better. His distribution's not the best. If he lumps it upfield, it's going straight back to them. Do you know what I mean? And he did that a few times. And you know, Oliver makes a good point. 100 appearances for Palace. Like, 
That's not to be sniffed at. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not to be sniffed at. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think I, I think there is cause for concern. Is Jack Butlin the answer? I don't know. But if we continue letting in sloppy goals, um, like we have been, there's going to have to be a change between the sticks, I think. There I do think you will be. do that, though. Because Will Vieira, we, like, we're talking about Ayu. If you're looking at Ayu's form lately, he shouldn't have started this game. Um, and he I don't think he had a choice yesterday. Apparently, Elise isn't fit for, to start yet. Well, why Why not? Like, what, is it not match fit in 90 minutes? Or is he just too young to start? Like, what is the reason? What, Listen, what is mate. he's not fit to start? Because when he has played... Trust me, he looked fitter than fit. Like, he's got a goal against Leicester. Even when he came on yesterday, he was still decent for us, I thought. So, yeah. why is in, he not fit? In my opinion, if you're fit enough for the bench, you're fit enough for 90 minutes. Do you know what I mean? That's that, that's, that, that's the way that I'm looking at it. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to ease him in, etc., etc. Time will tell. But, um, yeah, I think um, I think there, would, there might have to be a change. Like, you can't... I mean, what is he going to go down the Pardew levels of blind faith with uh, what's it called with, with with these players? Do you know what I mean? Mm. You can't like it's costing us points, so you can't really go down. Um, you know, keep keep going and going and going down the same road. I don't think IU starts next game for sure. Like, I don't think he does. He does well. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when we talk about the Newcastle game. But that's interesting because that that is a interesting debate that we'll probably have. With that front three that was playing yesterday, when Wilf is fit, who gets dropped to the bench? And does Edward start where Wilf starts? Does Wilf move into the Irish position? Like, how is it going to work? I'm not too sure, but we'll be debating it in more detail. I'll put the link in the comment uh, in the comment section for Facebook and YouTube. So if you guys want to come on and have your say, whatever you want to say about the game, uh, you can do so by clicking on it. And also, yeah, you so feel free to join. Or if not, you can send your comments and we'll be reading them out. Um, mm -hmm. Oliver says... Um, for I believe for Oli, uh, Olise only just came back from a back injury. Uh, I don't want another Wickham injury selection. PVA doesn't want to rush MO. Fair enough, but I really don't think it's a back injury. Um, if it was, if it was a concern for back injury, he wouldn't have come on in these yeah. last couple of games. I think you'll, I you'll see him. You'll see him starting soon. I think you really, really will. Yeah, it makes sense. Like he's, I think he's one of our most creative players mm. there. But I guess maybe he's worried about him being too young, or maybe about you know the balance of the team if he's in it maybe he can't track back as much as IU can that's debatable in itself um but yeah um LT Nation says where does Eze fit in the team let's quickly talk about this because I was gonna actually make a video about it um when Eze is back we'll go back to the game in just a second but when mm. Eze is back where does he play like who who gets out of this palace side because you look at the midfield three uh, we'll talk about in more detail about Lucas' performance yesterday and also uh, Marcus and Gallagher's. But mm. it's a bit hard to move any of them unless one of them, unless Maka and Gallagher's going to go as the Luca role and Eze is going to fit in one of their roles. And if he plays down the right hand side, are you having Eze over Olisa? And if that's the case, then where does Olisa fit in? How do you think Vieira is going to implement Eze back into the side? I think he'll ease him back in because he's had a really bad injury. Um, and let's not forget, like, he's coming back very, very quickly. I honestly don't know where he fits in this team. Like, he can play as a 10, he can he can play out left, he can play out right, he can go centre mid. The one thing that there is, is options. Like, there's so many mm. options when he comes back. 
So, honestly, I don't have the answer to where he fits, and I'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But wherever he goes, he's gonna he's gonna add something. You know what I mean? He's a he's such a bowler, man. Exactly, he's gonna perform either way. But it's yeah. like what where it's, we'll see when the time comes, I guess. But even I'm not too sure because I can see him playing in midfield like as a, like a number ten. But I can also see maybe Vera trying him out wide. Like it can work. He he can play wherever he wants to play up there. I really think that apart from up front, he can play on the left, on the right. He's just skillful. He's talented on the ball. But whether what Vieira sees him as, I'm not too sure because he's not going to rush him, as he said. Um, so only time will tell. Um, we've got Michael saying, just give Big P time and we will see. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, of course, the substitution in just a second because mm-hmm. we love Vieira. Well, I love him anyway. So yeah, so do I, I love him. Anyway, I think. I think 99% on 99.9% of Palace fans love Patrick Vieira. Anyone who doesn't isn't a Palace fan, mate, as far as I'm concerned. I've seen I've seen comments on Twitter saying I saw one in particular saying we've only got we're averaging one point a game, uh, we've only won uh, one game this season. There's something like that, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, are you just looking at numbers alone and just discounting who we played against? We've had one of the hardest fixture lists in the Premier League to the start of the season, mm-hmm. Vieira has just joined the side and you're talking about us having only one win after the performance that we put in. Like, like, come on now. Come on. You must be trolling. It's ridiculous. Comes yeah. like that. But it's going to, I guess it's going to happen. But anyways, let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the other front three because as Oliver says, good to see we ain't hopeless without Wilf. You saw Ben Teke on the score sheet and you saw Edward on the score sheet. You did, mate. You did. Exactly. Exactly. And both of them, I think they can work well together. But the question is, when we're playing a 4-3-3, when Wilf comes back, it's going to be a bit more difficult to put all, all of them together, especially Benteke and Edward. But what do you make of Benteke's performance? Um, I've seen people say he wasn't good enough, which I, when I was at the game, what I've seen, he didn't seem out of place. I think he'd done his role perfectly. He scored a goal in the second half. Um, and I think he was good as a hold-up play player. He took a couple of shots in the first half as well. Um, and he's gone in the second half. That goal, that finish there, just shows you the confidence he's had. Some people might say, oh, it's a, it's a basic goal. He just slotted it in. It's not. The that's a prime, no, no. prime Benteke. Exactly, exactly. And the old Benteke that we had, out of form, in front of goal. Benteke's been decent for us as a hold-up player. And the target he shoots that over the bar. Yeah, he exactly. shoots that over the bar. Out of or, form. Or he takes an extra touch. He takes an yeah. extra touch. Um, he loses the ball, like he miscontrols it. That's the old Benteke. But the Benteke under Patrick Vieira, he does the other things that he was doing well under Roy Hodgson. But now in front of goal, he's a threat as well. And I thought that was a perfect finish from him yesterday. I thought he was he was good. Um, I thought he did what he had to do. He held it up. I'm pleased for him that he got his goal because he works hard for the team as well. Vieira said it a number of times. He, he does a great job, you know, not so much in the scoring side. Listen, I'm telling you, he's going to get goals this season. And I don't see why people are right. How many? Yeah. How many are going? How many are going? How many? Are I say going? get. He'll get double figures. I think. Ooh! How many has he got so far? One. Hold up. One. One. <laughs> so you think he's going to score nine more? I think he will. Yeah. I think yeah. I, you know what? Even though he's got one goal so far this season, well, it depends though. It depends. I don't want to go into the Newcastle game, but it depends who starts up front. Surely it's not going to be Benteke and Edward. And based on Edward's performance yesterday, and we can't talk about his goal as well right now, with, um, you know, it was, I believe it was Gallagher for the second goal, right? Yeah. IU credit, oh no, before we go into the second goal, credit to IU for the first goal. He did, yeah, because he, yeah, he, he has, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He did do that. He did, he did, he did, yeah. Uh, but for the second goal, it was Conor Gallagher, which we always talk about on the show because literally he is involved every week, week, week in, week out. And I think he's arguably our best player so far this season or the most important player between him and Maka. That's debatable, of course. Um, but um, for the second goal, we win it back. Olise and Gallagher and Edward just combine together. Edward slots it in. But yes, the goal was fantastic. But Edward's performance out wide, as I said at the start of the show, I did not know what to expect from Edward out wide because I see him as a finisher personally. But he had a very, very good game cutting in from the left-hand side. And not only cutting in, he went into central area sometimes. He even went to the right. He had a bit of a freedom role. And I kind of like it. I don't know if Vieira will continue with it when we have Wilf back. But I think he was my man of the match anyways yesterday. Uh, what, would, what do you think? I think he was superb yesterday. I think he was very, very good. He's a player. Did you ever watch Andy Johnson? Yeah. We we've not had a player like him since AJ, mate. I'm telling you, because he can, yeah, just he, can go, that, yeah. he can go he's left, everywhere. he can go right. He's good with his feet. He can finish. He can lay it on. He's he's a player, mate. I'm telling you, he's only 23 as well. He's going to get better and better and better. So how do you, so how do you think Vieira involves him going ahead? Like it does Edward. We we well, I thought Edwards. Whenever he was going to play, he was going to play up front. Of course, when Wilf comes back, things are going to change. But do you think Patrick Vieira might even involve him down the left-hand side? Maybe. I think he'll accommodate him because you need a player like him. Whether you play him left, right or through the middle, you need a player like him. And you know what? He runs the lines left. He runs through the lines right and through the middle. So he's... Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not worried where he plays him because you can see... That these players are versatile. They, they, you know, they, 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 they're not just like, oh, you can only go one place. He's not like James McCarthy, let's say, last season, or I'm trying to think who else was was up there. Or he's not even like Mateta, where you just like you've got to lump it to him. And he was on a bench like, yesterday, <laughs> mate. He's getting nowhere near this team unless we have three or four <laughs> bad injuries. Like, trust me, he's getting nowhere near this team. Right. But it's kind of scary the fact that he had to like even appear on a bench after you know after eight games. Um, but yeah, I guess Vieira just put him there because of wealth injuries and you know Eze's still not back as well. Um, yeah, you reckon but, Eze uh, Ferguson coming back, Wilf as well, mate? He's he's not going to appear even even yeah, just Wilf coming back. Just I think he'd get, he'd get a game for the twenty threes at this rate. To be honest with you, I think. Um, when you look at the players they got in there, he's going to get a exactly. cut there, mate. <laughs> it's looking long for him, but surely he must be thinking, maybe send me back. But that's if they want it. That's if, that's if his parent club wants it back as well. I'm not too sure if they do. I heard a rumour that they, they don't even want it back. So it's looking kind of sticky for him, his, situ- his situation. Yeah, I'm not too sure a, where it fits in or where he's going to play his football. But I, I'll be massively impressed if he manages to find a game at Palace, unless it's a cup game yeah. from here to the end of the season, because we've got better players so far. I don't even think we play him in the cup, man. I think <laughs> exactly. There's probably other options to play in a cup as well. Yeah, <laughs> you might, might as well put play one of the youngsters. But not enough talk about uh, Mateta. I think let's let's go on to the real talking point point, uh, which is everyone talking about. Um, two goal, no, well, twice in the last three games against Brighton, and now against Arsenal, we have conceded literally in the 95th minute. Um, what do you think it is? Is it a coincidence or is it just, you know, we were just unlucky? 
Where do you think it went wrong? Personally, in a Brighton game, I was saying, oh, you're just frustrating. But in this game, I have to look at the subs because we made subs in a Brighton game. We made subs in this game. And I love Vieira to bits. But in all honesty, he approaches the game in a way that attack is the best form of defence. But it seems like to me so far in the last two, two out of the last three games, he is desperate for another win and he gets nervous towards the end of games when we're holding the lead. And yesterday, it wasn't just unluckiness. We invited him onto us. We changed we the attack. Yeah, we changed the attack as the uh, attack is the best form of defense. And we literally put five players at the back and hope for the best. And I think that killed us. And that that is what annoyed me the most because you know, I know we're still early in the job. I know Vieira's gonna grow under us, um, and he's gonna grow as manager, but it was like, come on, it was working so fine. Arsenal only had a good 15-minute spell in the game, especially in the first half. We, yeah. Of course, we didn't create that many chances in the first half. But throughout, you know, let's say the, for 75 minutes or even 80 minutes, we were the better side. That's, sure. I truly believe that. And the subs just changed it. What do you make of the subs anyways? Kuyate coming off for Luka. Uh, we can talk about his performance. And also, the, the one that stood out the most is James Tompkins coming off for Edward. You can't get any I thought- ne- more negative than that. I thought he was, listen, and I love Vieira, but he was naive with those substitutions yesterday, man. There's only twice I've said that he's naive. The first one was the Chelsea game, mm. but his hands were tied a little bit. And yesterday he was naive with those substitutions because we were all over them. Edward was running them ragged at the back. They had no composure. The only threat that they had was Martinelli when he came on and we were dealing with him. Luca, Luca was okay yesterday. He wasn't great, but he was doing what he had to do. He brings on Kuyate, who was poor. He's been poor for a few games now. Um, you know, when he has come on. So he brings him on. Where's he going putting that out for a corner? Come on, mate. Like, you know, like Pepe's got a delivery on him as well. Like he has. That's the one. He hasn't got that much. Yet. There's not much the kid's got, but he's got a delivery on him. Yeah. And it, it caused problems. The other thing I will say, though, there was a drop ball in the 92nd or 93rd minute. Gallagher went down, clutching his head, whatever. Yeah. The referee told Joel Ward, give it back to them. He, and But we had possession. So why is Joel Ward going to give it back to them? Just pass it back to the goalie, play it around at the back, and it doesn't happen. I think it's not bad luck, mate. Luck's for the unprepared, as far as I'm concerned, in any walk of life. And I think, to be honest with you, we were tactically naive um and we need to learn from it we do yeah, in the, the last 10 are... minutes in the last 10 minutes put that in in case someone's joining in right now and they're gonna think yeah. we're tactically naive right no, no, no 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 we're not saying that <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean like did he have to take off edward like did he have to take him off i don't think he did i think edward's got 90 minutes in him you know what i mean no but even if he took him off did he have to take off edward for james Tompkins? Like you, we had attacking options. Even Tompkins not played all, not played all season as well. You could have just brought Gyro on, just shore it up in the middle, whatever, man, whatever. Do you think he he spoke about it after the game, and he said we have to learn from it. He's not concerned about it, but we have to learn from it. Are you worried that he maybe thinks that the subs were the right decision, um, and maybe we just 
one thing that we can improve on is something like time wasting. Like maybe we could have time wasted a bit better. We could have took the game a bit slower, dropped to the ground. And do you think that is what he's talking about when he says we can improve on it? Or do you think he's talking about the substitution? Because I personally think it's, it's more about the substitution and you think that as well. But of I think course, you've got we, to be we alert, can't read into Vieira's head. You've got to be more alert. Like you really have to be more alert. I think you're, uh, what's it called? Like that, that you, you've just got to be more alert, mate. Like he's just got to be, the team's got to be more alert. You know, you like that ball, just, just lump it, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, just take whatever you can. Like, it's not that hard. Like, get in front of him. Like, Anderson runs right out onto the wing to, to, to try and block the cross. Just stay in the box, mate. Let him bring it in. Boom. Header it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's disappointing. But we shouldn't take away from the fact that we were excellent for 90 minutes. Excellent. But it felt like a loss. It felt like a loss. And I think it shows where, you know what? If you're looking at the positives out of the game, it, it is it's good that we're going away to the Emirates and being upset with a draw. Um, and you're looking at Arsenal fans, I have to say it. They so celebrated that. So no, no, it's, not, it's not even about the sortiness. I was at the game. They celebrated it like they won the World Cup. Like, of course, there's some Arsenal fans who didn't celebrate it because they realised that they're facing Palace at home and they should do better. But it shows where we're going as a club and it shows where they're going as a club as well. So that's the positives that I can take out of it. Why should they be beating Palace at home? They're not, this this isn't the year 2000, mate. It's not 2003, 2004. In fact, the guy that was, that made them prime Arsenal or one of them is in the opposition dugout now. They've spent 150 million on Ben Shite and a couple of other Herberts. And that's it, mate. Listen, they're a big club, don't get me wrong. But they this isn't just like, oh, we're having a bad season. They've been rubbish for years, mate. They've been terrible for years. So they, they I, I don't buy that, oh, we should be beating Palace. Well, to be honest, I think we should be beating them because they're rubbish. No, mate. no, 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 no. That's what I said as well. <laughs> that's what I said as well. That's why That's why we're all annoyed here. It shows, credit goes to Vieira for that because he's changed the whole mentality of the club apart from the last 10 minutes where he suddenly, suddenly wants to go defensive and just hold the lead with... It shows that it doesn't work out with the substitutions, yeah. but he changed the whole mentality. We can, apart from C, which I'm worried about, but going into this game, it, apart from when I saw the lineup, I was thinking we should be going there to go and get the win. On a Roy Hodgson, we're going there to go, and I'm praying on my knees to go and get a point. Mate, like, Roy Hodgson loses that game 4 0 yesterday. He loses that, that game 4 0. You go 1 0, you go 1 0 down yesterday. He puts 11 men behind the ball. And they absolutely batter us. Aubameyang bangs a hattie yesterday. Um, and uh, he brings on an 88th minute sub in James McCarthy. Like, no way. Like, we were fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. We just we, we just couldn't concentrate. It was the same against Brighton. We were brilliant. We just didn't concentrate until the end and we got punished. And we've got to, learn, we've got to nip that in the bud quickly. So, talking about Kiate, let's talk about him a bit more. There's, there's, so, if you're bringing off Luca, um, there's two options right now. You can bring on Kuate, uh with Gyro on the bench. You did say Gyro. Was he actually yeah, he on, was the on the bench? Yeah, he was on the bench. You can bring on Gyro. Uh, Let me double check you, if he was on the bench, actually. Yeah, no. double check that. Or you can bring on one player that we haven't seen yet, Will Hughes. Yeah. Where does Will Hughes fit into the side? I, I, 
Look, Kuyate hasn't been good this season. He doesn't suit Patrick Vieira's system, and I noticed that from the get-go. He's not the type of player. He's a good CDM, but what we expect from our CDM is someone comfortable on the ball, someone you can ping out the passes, which I don't think Kuyate can do. Maybe he can defend, even though that's debatable from what we saw yesterday when he did come on, but he's still not the ideal player for that. One player who, who is so meant no to be good on the ball... No gyro on the bench. You could have bought Schlupp on. And not Schlupp. You could have bought on Will Hughes. Yeah. Where, when does Will Hughes fit into this? When, like, when is he going to get the game time? Because surely now Vieira has to look at it and say, well, Keate started games. He hasn't looked good. He's come off the bench and he hasn't looked good. And now I have to look at other options. Like, how many more chances do you give to Keate? I love Keate to bits, but it's not working out. It's not working out. And you've got another player yeah. there and Will Hughes that we don't really talk about as a fan base. He joined the side. We got excited. I forgot he was here. <laughs> exactly. And he was on a bench. He was on a bench yesterday. And he's meant to be that guy yeah. that's meant to be decent on the ball. If you're taking yeah. off Luka, who you can have, you can argue whether he had a good game or not, you can bring on Will Hughes there. If also pressuring us, he's meant to be that guy on the ball. He's meant to be comfortable. He can pick out the passes. So why is he not bringing him on? That's what annoys me the most. If, even if I want to make the substitutions, try and make it a bit more, you know, not like for like, but it's someone who is comfortable on the ball rather than all defensive. And I want to see him play. I want to see him play. But what, what do you think it is with Will Hughes? Do you think that Vieira just hasn't liked what he's seen in training so far? No. Nah. Is it just is it just what is it just what we how yesterday's game was going? Do you think he just wanted to be a bit more defensive? And if that's the case, then when does Will Hughes play in this palace side? I think what you can look at from yesterday is it is a big game. Like they are still you're a, they're still a big club. They're not a great team, but they're a big club. And I think he's like, you know, what Coyote, he's got the experience, he's been there, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. He's gonna go in and, and and do what he's got to do. I think you're gonna see more of Will Hughes. He didn't have a preseason, he was cast aside when he at Watford. Um, so they've had to get him up to speed. I think he's played in the under 23s or something like that. And that, I, yeah, I I think you're gonna start seeing more of him um as it goes on. I think you know, if we're if we're we're playing Newcastle and we're one 0 up with ten to go, I think he's gonna, you know, he'll give it a huge rather than to Coyote now. Because I think Coyote's had his chances. <laughs> Hopefully, but I'm not too sure. I I guess we'll see what he meant by his post match comments saying that he's not worried about it and now we have to work on it. Let's see what we're working on. Is it working on the substitution side of things or is it thinking about working on the tactical side of things and just saying, you know, let's time waste a bit more, let's be mm. more um careful of the ball. We'll see. Hopefully in the Newcastle game, we don't have this situation. We need to, you know, hold a goal. Instead of these one-goal leads, we need to try to push for the two-goal leads. I think that's one area that we can maybe improve on in the future because it does get a bit annoying. Um, apart from the Spurs game, which which we won, it does get a bit annoying with the one-goal leads because we keep bottling games. But, yeah, we'll see what happens in the Newcastle game. I'll read out some of the comments. Of course, I'll put the... Um, uh, the link in the comment down section below. So if you guys want to join us um, and have your say, then let us know. And if you guys just want to leave comments and have your say like that, then yeah, that's great. I'll read them out right now. Uh, John says in January, get rid of Kriate. Are you Benteke? Um... <laughs> Why? I, 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 we talked about Benteke, John. Just out of curiosity, if you want to leave your comment, if you want to join us, uh, wherever works best, why do you want to get rid of uh, Benteke? I thought he had a solid game yesterday. He's, a, he's, he's a goal he, as well. He's a good Premier League player. You don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, you I would agree. Obviously, you, Ayu, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ayu, yeah. Dahlberg, yeah. Casper Dahlberg, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd love him at Palace. He's a great player. A left I think back. Get him. I'm bringing Raksaki. Oh, this one annoys me the most. 
Where is Raksaki? If Wilf ain't playing, some someone else said it as well. I'm not too sure who. If Wilf ain't playing, Raksaki needs to be on the bench. I think he's the well, we've got Olise now, of course, he can play down the right side, but he's another creative player. Where is he? I, I think he's I think he's slept on by Palace fans. Like we talk about Raksaki, but we I don't think we understand how good he is. I really yeah. rate him that highly. I think have you really watched him from the 23s? Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. We're, we're, we'll see. Um, we'll see. I, I hope he. I hope he gets a chance to prove himself. Yeah. Um, who's uh, Liam says? Who's is a McCarthy replacement long term? He's a attacking central midfielder or central midfielder at best. He's not defensive mid. I'm not too sure. I think central midfield can work. I'm not too sure if he's attacking. So I, I, yeah. I, I can't. Ima- I can't imagine. He I think he's really a. Like- he's a bit of both. He's a, he's more a centre mid. Yeah, it's a bit of, yeah, it's a bit more of a sentiment. Uh, Ryan says we have to learn from our mistakes. We have to get three points with Newcastle. We're going to move on to the Newcastle game in just a second. Uh, Phantom says we can use Kiarte in the defense rather than midfield. I have to disagree with Phantoms. That look, it worked last season, but like even defense, where does it fit in? Yoki Madison, Mark Gray, um, and yeah, James Tompkins hasn't played that many games, but Kiarte wasn't a defender under when he first joined he was more of a box box midfielder we had to play him there because of injuries under Roy Hodgson yeah. but I'm not too sure if it fits in a defense then honestly I just think Kiata right now he doesn't deserve to play like he just doesn't and based on his performances there's other guys out there that can get a chance in defense and also midfield as we mentioned with the like I think Will, he, he, he's a good squad player his contract's up the end of the season so just use him as that just use him as a squad player he, he can come in and do this that the other but he shouldn't be your main option starting and he shouldn't be your main option off the bench. Do you know what I mean? But keep him in there and, and, and see what he does. Let's move on to the Newcastle game, Stan. Um, massive game. They've got massive. a takeover. Yeah, they've got a buzz. Um, they're 1-0 up against Tottenham, but they managed to lose that game. And, you know, we managed to get a good result against Tottenham as well, which is a positive. And see Bruce, they don't know if their manager's going to be there. Um do you think this is like a not must win, but we? I don't know how to word it. It's not a must win, but if we don't win, it will just be incredibly frustrating because we've got rid of all the hard fixtures and going into games like this, we really need to get get results if we want to push up the table. Yeah, I think it's a bit early to be looking at must wins, but we need to get some, we we need to get a win. Um, they haven't started the season great, as we know. Um, there's no love lost between Steve Bruce and Palace fans um, from back in the day. Um, there's probably no love lost between us and Newcastle fans either. I personally can't stand them. Um, but, I, you know, I I just think they, uh, you know, that, that we need to bring them, you know, bring them back down and send, you know, be singing to Bruce, you're getting sacked in the morning at the end of the That's game. Do you know what I mean? That's if he doesn't get sacked in the morning before the game. Um, yeah. What it's looking like right now, he could get, actually get sacked in the morning. There's there's talks about whether Bruce is going to be in charge in this game. I would love him to be in charge uh, because the pressure's on them, the pressure's on him. And if if they get a new manager, they might have that new manager bounce. You know how it happens in the first game where the new manager comes in and the players turn into prime Maldini and Ronaldo and just go absolutely crazy. But they've got a solid squad there, Newcastle. You, we can't also downplay that as well. Um, What player are you, you most think? worried about? Yeah, well, same maximum. Callum Wilson, he was on the squad. Yeah, he's back. Those th- those two are the ones we need to be worried about. Um, I don't think they're great at the back, to be honest with you, um, at all. Um, 
I think in midfield, like you said, on you know, out on the wings, maybe there's a bit of pace, but in the centre mid, they haven't got um they haven't got who's that Charlton idiot? Um Shelby. Oh Shelby. Yeah, they haven't got him because he got he got sent off. Um and I just yeah, I just think I, I think we should be looking to beat them, to be honest with you. Like they're, you know. They're in the state that they're in. Um, look, don't get me wrong. They've got good players and they've punished us a couple of times, um, especially last season, right at the end, uh, right at the end of the game. Sellers, do you remember? They'd done us 2-0 or yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was shocking. Um, but but I ain't surprised have... about that. <laughs> were, we even su- were we even surprised about that? Like During them times... It wasn't like the greatest for football that we were playing as well. And, you know, I don't want to keep talking about the guy, but, um, you know, he was in charge. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So, so, like, it's not really that surprising. Everyone, even Norwich at this state, probably would have beaten us how we were playing back then. Um, So, I think it's a different Palace side going into this game. And I think Newcastle, I don't know if they're worried. How would you even feel as a Newcastle fan right now? You got the takeover, but you're in the relegation zone. And I really think they're in the relegation battle right now. No one really talks about it. But Newcastle, they are, they're not going to bring in any new players till January. And there's still loads of games to be played before that window opens. They've still technically still got Steve Bruce as the manager, as we're speaking. They're in a relegation battle. We need Massive. to... If, if, like, how I see it, like, I have the, not Patrick Vieira approach, but we have to, we have to go win this game. If we want to move on... We, yeah, I think we have to. I really do think we have to, um, because we've dropped off points against Brighton, against Arsenal. Yeah, we had solid performances, but we need to convert these performances into wins. We need to put pressure on ourselves. Before we would be happy with draws, and you know, um, you, we'll get an odd win there. But now we have to, you know, as to grow as a football club, we've got talent in the squad. And if we were looking at Palace versus Newcastle, with everything considered, Palace should be going there. To Palace should be we're at home as well. Palace should be focusing on just getting the win. And if it's not a win, I will be disappointed because I think Patrick Vieira will be and the players will be. That's the type of mentality we have at the club right now. So, yeah, it's adding more pressure. But I think with the squad that we've got, yeah, we should, we should, go, we should be going out there to get the, to get the W. That should be the minimum um, requirement. I, I agree. They haven't won all season. But exactly. players do tend to be the gift that keeps on giving when it comes to that because uh, you'll come to, they'll come, come, they might come here and Is that all Palace? Is that old Palace or is that new? Because the new Palace hasn't really... Well, to be fair, we've been bottling it, Leeds. But yeah. we haven't been giving them wins. But the no. new Palace doesn't really have that mentality. But we're unbeaten at home all season, mate. So, you know, is Sellers back to being a fortress? Well, this, yes, is, this is. is the game. Is this is the game that's going to test it and uh, and show everyone that we can that we can pick up the points. You know, and if not, then we are... Um, you know, I wouldn't say we're in trouble, but... We, we, we've got some serious work catching up to do. We need to win as well because we've got to go away to Man City next week. And that's exactly. going to be a, that's going to be a barrel of laughs, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going there as well. Are you um, going, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a long journey up there, and hopefully it won't be like the Liverpool game where I end up there 20 minutes after kickoff, and then we lose three 0 So hopefully that won't happen there. But yeah, exactly, we've got a hard game coming up against City. So if you want to build a bit of momentum, imagine losing against Newcastle, then going and facing City. They, uh, like Patrick Vieira, if if someone can motivate the squad, he can. But it's still going to yeah. be incredibly hard job, to, considering that you know if we lose against Newcastle, give them their first win, the morale will, will just be lower around the club, no matter what anyone says. Um, yeah. 
Uh, quickly, just a comment uh, from uh, Gion. I don't know how to pronounce Hopefully, I pronounce it right. It says, uh, MacArthur was lucky he didn't get sent off. Just going quickly back to that um, incident that we didn't really talk about. What, what did you make of that um, decision by the ref? Arsenal fans were frustrated. Um, do you think it was the right call um, by the ref? <laughs> MacArthur? I thought, but I'll be real. I think he should have got a red card. I think I on another could have VAR could have easily looked at that and they could have given him a red card. Yeah, he was lucky, to be fair. Um, he should have got should have got a red card. But I think uh yeah, it's um what's it called? It is where it is. He didn't get sent off, so see you later. Canada Eagle, are you here? I think we got one person who joined the stream. Uh he's on mute right now. Let's see if he unmutes himself. Um of course, if you guys want to join as well, I'll post it. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good to have you on board. So I guess you know Stan because you're both from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> my... yeah, yeah. There are only yeah, three seven million of us. So... <laughs> yeah. How you doing, mate? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah I, um... I, was agreeing, I was just thinking of green with green with Stan. We the the, uh, the the ref decisions over a season are going to go for and against you, and that was one that definitely went for us. And uh, and yeah, we were lucky that I mean, but but Maca plays like that, right? He's going to play hard, he's going to stick into tackles, and occasionally, you know, it's nice to get away with one for a change, yeah, yeah. Well, good to have you on the show. Uh, first Cheers. speaking to you. Um, so let's talk about um, quickly if you get your thoughts on the Arsenal game was there anything that you wanted to let us know about that game what you made of it and also the Newcastle game we're just talking about right now um me personally I think we need to go out there to win this game they haven't got a win uh, they haven't got a win this season they're under pressure they've got new owners as well so the players are under pressure um because there'll be new replacement coming in uh what do you make of that game uh too but let's start with I, the Arsenal I, one well Arsenal look uh before kickoff had you offered any uh, any Palace fan a draw, we probably would have taken it, right? Like I, I think I think we would have we would have taken it. Uh, I think um, it's always harder to be in the position we were in as opposed to the reverse position. Like we would have been exceedingly happy with a draw had it been us with the last second equalizer. And so I think you have to take it in that context. It was a fantastic performance. I think we played really really well, uh, and. Uh, to transition into your second question, I think if we play that well against Newcastle, we'll batter them. <laughs> like, yep. they're, they're they're slow at the back. They're, they I, I I like we could we could really really do a number on Newcastle. We we, we, we have to really exploit them a lot. We have to turn up like that. They're too. Who plays centre? Is it Kiron Clark? And who's the other one that plays centre back for them? The cells. They're not yeah. good players, man. Like they're, they're you've slow. got to run at them. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I, the fullbacks are slow. Like yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like that, we should, we should, uh, anyway, who knows? It, it, like, it, football's a strange game, but um, I, I like us to win on, on the weekend. Uh, and after giving up four points to Arsenal and Brighton, I think we could really use a nice, solid win against Newcastle. So, talking about the lineup, let's move on to the lineup side of things. Will, let's say Wilf is fit for this game. I don't think Eze will be. Um, what do you do with the front three? Ben Teke was on the score sheet. Edward was on a score sheet. Wilf normally plays down the left-hand side where Edward started that game. So if you're Vieira, what do you think Vieira is going to do? I, I think Wilf comes into the side. There's no debate about that. But then does Edward play down the right-hand side where he might not be as effective cutting in because he, he was cutting in with his right foot. That's why he was so good. 
Um, what do you think Vieira will do? Because I thought, you know, Edward had a fantastic performance and you can't drop him after that. Uh, my question is more what pictures uh, Jordan Ayew has of the skipper. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you know, maybe it's the way he likes to track back. Maybe he likes him, you know, in his in his defensive aggressiveness. But I, I, uh, I haven't seen anything from him going forward. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Edward's capable of playing on the right. If he is, maybe you maybe you start him him there. And but it's nice to have that dilemma. You know, from from a and if Benteke is playing well and, and makes it hard decisions, I think that's that's great for the club that they're that they're in a situation where they're. But I, I don't know. I, I but every day I see Jordan Ayew on the score on the lineup sheet, I'm left going, like again, like what has he shown that I haven't seen? You know, maybe he's great in training or something. I think it was good tracking back. That's what they said. Uh, <laughs> he's good defending. Yeah, <laughs> I think if you like with Edward, I think you can play them both. Like Edward and Zaha on alternate wings, they can switch throughout the games, and again, that will cause their problem. Then problems. I'm trying to think who the Newcastle fullbacks are. I haven't, I've not watched much of them. Uh, I'm going to gonna look oh. it up now. I have to look it yeah. up. Yeah, I look it up as well. They um, can't be much good because I don't know anything about them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's his all. Yeah. Exactly. They shouldn't cause us any problems like that. Uh, you got Matt Ritchie. You started as a uh, as their left back. Uh, which is kind of weird. And then you had yeah, as their right back. So Matt Rich, I'm not too sure about that. I haven't seen him start as a left back before. I don't know how long. So they have Roy Hodgson level fullbacks, basically. That don't bomb forward. That, no, yeah. no I, I can't see a world in which our wingers aren't just... Yeah, so they shouldn't struggle against them. Like we've Will got a, is not struggling yeah. against them. The only way we don't beat them is if we don't turn up. Do you know what I mean? And that's the only way we don't beat them. Um, like I said, there's no love lost um, for Steve Bruce at his football club. Um, there hasn't been for a long time. So I want to see us send him to the dull queue, mate. <laughs> I'd like to see it too. I, it, it's nice to get a performance. It would be nice to get a result. It's been yeah. really nice getting the performance. But the last couple of weeks. this is Palace, so yes. you don't know. What, what about Olise? Does he does he fit into the lineup? Um, look again, he was involved. He got assist. He got assist, in, in I, and Arsenal he looked game. like magic as soon as he came on the pitch. Exactly, but where where, do, where does he fit in? That's you know what I will that's say. The problem. You know what I will say. When Ayu come off yesterday, and I never thought you'd hear me say this again, we collapsed a little bit. We did because we weren't a solid um, going like at the back and with on like on the, with his defensive duties as we were. We collapsed a little bit, yeah, but yeah, Alisa, brilliant when he come on straight away, footwork passing this, that, the other, running. I mean, you know, we've got. Yeah, we've got I, I, don't, I don't see luxury problems here, lads. I don't see him. I don't see him starting him against Ayu. I guess. I guess the, the, you know. You know how it is, especially watching it. Uh, on television rather than in person, you don't see that grip, that that hard work on on you know defensively, like you're, because the camera's always on the ball. Uh, so maybe maybe again maybe I use doing stuff that I don't see, but uh, Vieira clearly needs him or thinks he needs him. So yeah. 
All right, so let's talk about um, any other positions. So midfield, I, I wasn't too sure about Lucas' performance yesterday. Um, I wasn't impressed with him either. It's funny because the commentators were like, well, they're taking him off and he's he's so good at distributing the ball and Koyate is not. And I was like, well, I saw Luca kick past like three or four passes that had me just sort of going, who are you aiming at there? I don't even understand it. So I don't know. He was not happy when he come off though. Like, no, he wasn't. Was shaking his head. He was not happy when he come off. But I think it was just on his performance. I, I don't think he was happy with his performance. Um, yeah, I don't think you really that, yeah, you, you could say that. That's. I was wondering if that was the case too. If, if yeah. he, they were, he was just pissed off at how poorly he played. Then again, Kuyate wasn't looking great either. So his, um, I would stick with him though. I would stick with him for this game. I'd stick with the same midfield. But we've got to get a grip on the game. You can't let Sir Maximum start dictating play. Like you've got to get a grip on the game. You know what? I would actually do. I would do what Brighton did to us when they came here a couple of years ago. In the first few minutes, I'd smash some maximum. Do you remember when uh, what's his name? Knockout smashed. Oh Luka. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you it remember? was a home game. It was a home yeah. game. I remember that. But that's I remember what that I would so do. clearly. I know, and but you know what? That's what I would do because probably only get a book in. Do you know what I mean? Because he's not going to give a straight red couple of minutes in, and it stamps the stamps the authority on the game. Do you know what I mean? John says Gallagher, MacArthur, uh, and uh, Hughes. He wants he wants Luca dropped for Will Hughes. Um, but I'm not too sure we'll be able to do that based on if he if he if he has his um, favorites, which does not his favorites, but if he has players that he thinks is more capable in the role, uh, which clearly he does in terms of Kiate and Luca. Um, I think he I, I doubt he drops Luca for this game. Um, in all honesty, he's not. He doesn't seem like that type of person after one bad performance to drop you. But you well, never know. Maybe this is the maybe from Hughes at all. Like, has he played in the cup? I haven't. I there's a lot. He of, hasn't. Uh, he, he hasn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He hasn't played in the cup. He didn't play against Watford. Uh, he hasn't come on off the bench as well. Um, me and Stan were talking about it before. It's like, when is he going to play? Maybe we've had hard fixtures, and as Stan said, um, he hasn't really had a preseason with us, and maybe Vieira didn't want to rush him, but. Maybe in a Newcastle game, Vieira might look at it as maybe Will Hughes is suited to this game because of the opponent's abilities. Maybe he can, you know, fit into this game. Maybe he does put him in, like John said. But well, I'm not maybe, sure the change, maybe the change late is Luca for Hughes as opposed to Luca for Kuyate instead. Yeah, yeah, potentially, potentially. But um, ending this Newcastle chat, uh, let's get these score predictions. I'll start with you, uh, Canada Eagle. Uh, we're going with three-one Palace. Three-one. 3-1. scoring? Yeah, I, I, uh, I've got, uh, I'll give one to Gallagher. I'll give one to, uh, and, and, a, and a brace for Wolf. Okay, I'll tell you that. Same maximum, yeah. maximum for Newcastle. 2-0 Palace. 2-0, clean sheet. Who's scoring? Uh, you? Benteke. You brace? <laughs> Benteke. I'm so talking about why you having a brace in this game. Are you with a bicycle kick? Yeah, I yeah. bicycle kick and a little, you know, just he's his run like that he did against West Ham as well, a similar goal like that, just going absolutely nah, crazy. Lo, 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 he's from it, the halfway line. Nah, Benteke, <laughs> yeah. and, Benteke and Edward again for me, mate. Nice. Yeah, Benteke and Edward. Uh, let us know in the comment down section what you guys are thinking as well um, about the score prediction. For me, I'm going I'm going 2-1. I'm going to go 2-1. I think uh, they might score a goal. I think if they do score a goal, it's going to be from our mistake or it's going to be like a class solo goal from like someone like um, St. Maximum. Um, I think Wolf is going to be on the score sheet coming back. And also think Edwards. I think he's going to continue it. I just think he's high on form. He's going to start. I'm not too sure where he'll start. Maybe out front, maybe out wide. 
Um, but he has to start in that game. And I think he's going to be on the score sheet as well. Uh, we'll be reading out some of your comments before we go. Uh, so Palace fans said disappointed, but we played well. And although we, we haven't got the points this season, uh, has exceeded my expectations. Uh, Mike says, Hughes is a McCarthy alternative, not a DM. Um, that's a decent shout as well. Uh, but if that's the case, then like when it, so what McArthur, you don't drop McArthur right now, then when is Will Hughes going to ever play for the Spider side? Because exactly, yeah, the way he's playing as well, he doesn't seem like age is catching up to him. He's just running around like he's 23 in his prime. So we won't see Will Hughes for another three to four years by the looks of it. Uh, Tim says, I think Vieira wants a bit more maturity in central midfield, hence choosing Luca over Will Hughes. That might be um, another factor to consider. Uh, so score predictions, Damon says 2-0 Palace. Phantom says 1-0. Ayu de- deflected off his chin. Uh, Jay says 3-1 Palace. Tim says 2-2. We'll let in another late goal. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll learn from our lesson. Ooh. Exactly. Hopefully we'll learn from our lesson. Palace fan says 1-0 Benteke. Defender boots it at his head. We're getting crazy with these goals. <laughs> Defender boots at Benteke's head. Um, Oliver says we can score at least four. 2 0 optimism, uh, <laughs> yeah, Edward yeah. and Wilf. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for today's show. Hope you hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you have, make sure to smash the like button. I want to thank Stan and also Canada Eagle for joining us here. Canada Every Eagle, single- come and see us in Toronto, mate. All right, I'm in Montreal. I gotta get, I gotta get some Palace fans gathered up around here, but uh, we're uh, we're keeping it, keeping it live on Twitter so. Okay. Um, give us a fo- give us a follow cpfc toronto we'll, um, we'll connect nice one mate. cheers yeah um thanks to everyone who, who also joined us in the chat leave down your comments um we'll try and get the palace focus on every week now i know we've been on and off but from here onwards we'll try to be more consistent and also send in your feedback what you want added to the show what you want removed and we'll try look at them to improve it but that's it for today um hope you guys enjoyed it and until next time up the palace Up the palace, palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.